Okay, let's not break the chair. Good. What's up, everybody? Is my gut in frame? Okay, good. As per usual. Actually, no, this is the first time my gut has made it on a podcast episode. <laughs> I feel good about myself. So I had an interesting summer. I moved to Arizona. I am currently back in Oregon. As everybody who doesn't live in Oregon says, it's Oregon, by the way, sponsored by Mod Pizza. Not really. I have not done a podcast episode. In fact, I made the decision to stop doing them and and my movie reviews because the place that I was living in Arizona, I felt like my podcasts and movie reviews were kind of under attack by the people that I was living with. For some reason, me doing a podcast really bothered them, specifically the guy. I was living with a mother and her son. And that's a whole story that's actually really hard to explain because um, almost two years ago in a live stream, I was talking to people in my live stream about um, not being able to pay rent. And there was somebody in there, I'm not going to say her name, uh, but she reached out on Instagram It was like, do you mind if I pay your rent? And I was like, do I mind? So she actually became such a huge blessing in my life for the past two years almost. And she had offered her place to stay for free, free of cost in Arizona multiple times. So I took her up on it. For the summer, you know, what would a, a summer of not paying rent do? I mean, what what would that do for me? And so the reason I stopped doing podcasts was because, for some reason, like I said, it bothered them. This lady's son is 25 years old. He bought this machine that is an ultrasonic Wii remote cleaner. But another thing that it does is it cuts out audio. I'm of the opinion that he wanted the ability to flip the switch and cut out my audio if I was doing a podcast at an inconvenient time for him. He wanted that control. He wanted that power. So I stopped doing my podcast and movie reviews to completely take that power away from him. I feel like he didn't want me there. He didn't want me in that house in the first place. He's the type of person that goes to work and comes home and stays in his room the entire time. He's always in his room And since I don't have a job, I didn't have a job staying there, I was just doing podcasts and the occasional TikTok, I felt like I was living the life that he really wanted. So if you establish that he didn't want me there, plus I'm living the life that he would really like to have, which is just making money, staying at home, all that stuff. The last two weeks that I was there, I think that he was working from home, so he was like really trying to establish establish himself in, in what I had. And before he showed me that ultrasonic remote cleaner, whatever, um, I was outside making a TikTok because I just made them outside. I didn't want to make them in the home and disturb them. And any time that he heard me making a TikTok in my room or something, he would slam his door and just make sound for no reason. It was just to interrupt my audio. So I was recording a TikTok outside, and all of a sudden I hear tapping on the window. Tap, 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 tap. And I was like... Okay, what is that? There's no other windows. No neighbors are doing that. That has to be here. And then I finish up my TikTok and I start walking to the sliding glass window, door, whatever. And I see a foot sprint away from it, from the window. I go to the window, I open it, and the the son, he's standing over by the kitchen, slightly out of breath. And then he brings that box and that machine that cuts out audio. He goes, you're not recording anything, are you? And I thought, I, I was... But I said no. And he goes, okay, because this uh, this box cleans Wii remotes and it, it cuts out audio. And I knew, okay, sure, I didn't know, but I felt that he had just gotten this box or pulled it out of where, wherever in order to have this sort of control and to spite me. So I kind of interrogated him about the box. I was like, what, what, 
why? What is that for? And he goes, oh, these are Wii remotes. And I go, no, what's the box for? And he goes, oh, oh, it, it's for, you know, cleaning this. And I go, oh, man, it must be super important then. I just couldn't believe it. And I just wasn't about to sneak around and try and fight tooth and nail to do my podcasts. So I thought about it, and I was like, after 60 podcast episodes and 30 movie reviews, that's a good round number, I'm just gonna stop. I did fear that if this dude really wants that much control over what I'm doing... I mean, just just think about it. In his mind, he could have thought, Oh, Colin Everett with 9 million followers is here in my home. What can I do to him? What can I... How can I control this? And yes, I was living there for free. And in living there for free, I felt like I was subjected to anything that they wanted to put me through. And kind of what was the, um, the start to the downward slope that kind of got me to decide to leave was... Um, this lady's son heard me watching pornography. I shouldn't have been doing that, obviously. But that is an addiction that I've had for most, I mean, all of my adult life. And so he, he put restrictions on the internet because he wanted that kind of control. And I don't know why he has that much control over the internet. I highly doubt he's the one that pays for it. And I was actually grateful. I, I felt grateful in my heart towards him having done that. Uh, surprisingly, surprisingly to me. I didn't really expect that, but and, and I couldn't bring myself to say that to him either. Mostly because of what we had been through up until that point. I mean, we hadn't spoken for weeks at that at that point. We were just cohabitating. We hadn't spoken for a long time. Not only did he do that, but at the same time, he bought this really big speaker that he keeps in his room. And for the last week and a half that I was there, all night, every night, he would leave this speaker on and he would play something. He would pulse this bass sound. And that was it. I mean, that's all he was doing was just pulsing this bass sound. And I felt that it was to disturb my peace, take my comfort. And he was fully aware of where I had just come from living underneath those crazy upstairs neighbors. He was fully aware of that. And I felt like he was trying to emulate that. Like, oh, you think you're escaping that problem, but you're actually coming to a problem. So my issues literally went from living above me to living beside me. And I just, I just kept wondering and praying like god why did you why do you keep allowing me to be to be put in the hands of these bullies a neighbor who will follow me around and if i if i close the cabinet door or the or the the closet door a little bit too loud she'd walk over and, and slam her closet door just to make me hyper aware of all my movements and sounds so that i don't disturb her peace and she's like well if you're disturbing mine i'm gonna disturb yours but I, I, it's not like I was meaning to. I'm constantly being met with somebody taking offense or taking something personally that I didn't mean to, and then they do something out of spite of that thing. And I'm like, why? Why do I keep being met with this energy? I mean, it's total bully, it's demonic, it's evil. So, I was thinking that I have addictions in my life. Pornography and weed are the two biggest ones, occasionally alcohol, although I did really good at not drinking this summer. I'm actually surprised. But there was just no need for it. There was no need, and if I had been drinking this summer living at this house, the problems would have been amplified because I would have been liberated. Not really liberated, but, you know, quote-unquote, I would have felt like... I mean, I probably would have slammed my door at 2 in the morning just to wake him up, you know, and I'm glad that I didn't. 
And I think that because of my habitual sin that I have in my life that God does not approve of, he's allowing me to be put in these positions that is taking my peace that I'm constantly seeking. Smoking weed, pornography, video games, food. That's all for peace and comfort that I'm looking for, and I'm not looking to God for my peace and comfort. Um, so he's allowing me to be put in these positions. So, all this to say that I decided to go to a rehab. I'm going to rehab uh, Tuesday. Tuesday I'll be officially going, and it's going to be a couple months I, I'm, I'm preparing for. Um, you actually have to, like, go through and graduate from the rehab. Um, their, their days start at 6 a.m. They have, ev I mean, they have it scheduled up until the night. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday are their free days. Um, Sundays, I guess I can have visitors. You get to use your phone, like, three times a week. I don't know if I'll be able to make TikToks at all. This is definitely the last podcast I'm going to make for a couple months. I'm not going to be able to bring my camera equipment there. But what I am hoping for and praying is that by getting a handle on my habitual sin, that God will give me the peace that I'm seeking. Because I just, I feel like I'm in a spiritual warfare, and I have been for years. Whether I'm bickering with my siblings, bickering with neighbors, bickering with roommates, it's just a constant poking, jabbing, poking, jabbing. And on top of that, there were things that I did that were interpreted incorrectly and taken personally. So that perpetuates it too, and that I really don't have much control over. Because, for example, there was a time just this past week before I left that I went and got coffee at like 5.30 in the morning just because I had been awake all night because the dude was playing that sound, the pulsing bass sound. I went and got coffee, and I was really fighting the temptation to honk the horn. Like, when I get back, I honk the horn right outside of his window because that's what my upstairs neighbors were doing when I was living underneath them. They would trigger their alarm and then turn it off and trigger their alarm and then turn it off just to bug the crap out of me because their car was right outside my window. Uh, it was very strong. I really, really wanted to go get coffee, 5.30 in the morning, come back and honk the horn, trigger the alarm, whatever. But I didn't. I didn't. And, and I'm happy that that happened, but when I opened the door and then I closed the door, I kind of tossed the door, and I meant to catch it and like shut it slowly, but I tossed it, and the door went slam at 5.30 in the morning. And I was like, they're going to think that I did that on purpose. And I didn't. I, I was fighting the temptation so much to not honk the horn that when I got into the, you know, it just slammed the door. And I totally did not mean to do that. And that's so frustrating to me that uh, I don't even know what you call that. Like, for example, this lady's son, his wall was sharing with the bathroom wall. And then my room was, you know, so there's a bathroom in between our rooms. One time I was taking a shower and I accidentally bumped the wall. I didn't mean to. I was, you know, handling the bottle and bumped the wall. And then he goes, boom, and bumps the wall back. And I was like, dude, I didn't mean to. It's not like I was trying to annoy you. And it's just incredibly toxic, dude. Uh, it's so toxic. And what I felt is that he wanted to make me dislike him as much as he disliked me. But you know what? I'm a Christian, and I actually can't stoop to how low he can stoop. Because I have Christ in my heart, and he does not. And I do actually feel bad because I should have been more Christ-like. I feel like I was there for a purpose, and I really didn't live my purpose out. I didn't show him the heart of Christ like I should have. And I actually started reading from the Bible. The last two podcast episodes that are on my channel, I started reading from the Bible 
I wanted to see how that would disturb his spirit. And it disturbed his spirit a lot. That's the vibe that I got. So I stopped. Because I felt that if I kept going, reading the Bible in my podcasts, I'm under the impression that the people that I was living with were watching my content like a hawk. Not out of entertainment, but out of keeping tabs. And when I, f when I sense that somebody's trying to keep tabs on me, I bob and weave and try to lose the tail. I, I do whatever I can to take that power away from them that they feel that they're entitled to over me. Had I continued reading from the Bible in my podcast, I felt like I, I really don't know how far he would have taken it. I don't know how far he would have taken his hatred. And uh, there, were, there were times where I felt like this could be dangerous. This could be a dangerous situation. Yeah. I opted to leave. I'm back in Oregon right now. And Tuesday, like I said, I'm going to rehab where I just... I really pray that I find the peace that I'm looking for. And there's a lot that could have been fixed this summer with just some simple communication. It's all it would have taken was just some communication. So there's a chance that you guys aren't going to see me on social media for a while, a couple months at least. But part of me is excited for that to not need to spend any money. I'm going to be off the grid. I won't need to make content. It will literally be kind of a head down, grinding, working, studying the Bible, and hopefully making some really good relationships there in the rehab with the other men. I think it's, I think it might be co-ed, but I don't think that we have much connection or uh, interaction with each other. And I would just hate for these same issues to follow me to the rehab. I mean, that would, man, that would suck. But I know that Satan is going to really try and discourage me from going. He, I mean... He's about to lose a lot of power over me. And this is super interesting. I just heard George Janko say this on his podcast with uh, Patrick Bet David. He said that um, there was one time in school where he was kind of um, being confronted by a bully. And I don't know if he swung or maybe he didn't swing. He wanted to or something. But he, George Janko is a Christian. And he said that the Holy Spirit said, don't touch this guy. So the bully started punching George Janko, but with every punch, George felt that he was going, don't touch him, don't touch him, just take it, you know, turn the cheek type of thing. And that actually made me really emotional when I heard it, because George said that, uh, that he ran into that bully two years after that, and the bully apologized to him and said, I never should have put my hands on you, I only did what I was feeling in my heart, what I had in my heart. And George said that that made him look at enemies differently. Meaning, I'm going to find out who your demon is, and I'm going to mess him up by being Christ-like. And that is actually incredible. So if somebody's being mean to you, if somebody's bullying you, trying to control you, trying to be passive-aggressive, trying to manipulate you, the best option for you to do is to be kind, be patient, be loving, acts of service, taking the high road. I think that that is the best option, and that is just a... A conclusion, I've probably heard that before, but it takes going through conflict after conflict and realizing that there's just no winning meeting hatred with hatred. There's no winning that. Everybody loses. And so hopefully if there's any conflict, if there's anybody that's annoying at rehab that I want to fire back and do something passive aggressive, whatever, I just really pray that my heart stays in the right place and that I don't uh, stir up this type of conflict there at the rehab. All right, I just wanted to give you guys a quick update. Not that quick. And say, uh, peace for the time being. We will connect when I get out. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be a lot thinner. Because my food addiction and my, my lack of activity addiction, uh, 
hopefully will be worked on. I know they will. Thank you guys for being here, watching, listening, supporting. Yeah, I will catch you guys when I get out. <laughs> Alright, bye everybody. Peace.